Hey, Start Marketers, welcome to today's episode. We're going to be talking about why building on rented land is not good for your business. In other words, why using social media as your website isn't a good idea and why you need to invest time or money or both into your website. There's a tendency to want to use social media like a website, and I run into this. It's starting to become less common, but I still run into it pretty frequently among small business owners, entrepreneurs, businesses that are just starting out. And the thing is, is while social media is great and can be very helpful to you and your business, it's a really bad idea to build your website or essentially use social media as your website. And here's why. The first reason is the most important. You don't own that space. That platform could simply go away. Your account could get shut down for unexpected reasons. This happened to a gentleman that I'm in a community with. He had built a large following on social media, was doing all of these great things, and then his account was shut down, locked out, and he never got it back. He had to start over from scratch. So that's the thing. You don't own that space, right? So you are at the mercy of whatever that platform wants to do, including implementing algorithms that may not be really friendly to small businesses who can't keep up with the amount of content and the types of content needed in order to have their stuff shown to their target audience and also may not have the budget to spend to participate and again have your information shown to your target audience those are all things the amount of money you're spending on the platform how much content what type of content how often you're creating content those are all things that platforms and social media tools look at and decide how essentially worthy you are to show to people who are not following your page So the first reason that you don't want to build there is because you really just have no control over it. It could go away. You're not reaching people as effectively as you could be. And you don't really have control of the brand, right? You have to fit into that social media platform's aesthetic, which may not be your brand aesthetic. The second reason that you don't want to build on rented land is because you don't own the visitors. If your profile or your page goes away, so does your audience. You don't have the ability to individually target them, track them, interact with them in the same way after they leave social media as you do if they come to your website and you can capture things like email addresses. You can use um, pixels and things to do more targeted advertising if that's something that you're interested in. But the reality is, and the biggest point here is that If your profile goes away, so does your audience. The third reason is that social media is a snapshot. In order to move someone through a sales funnel, you most likely need more than a few posts, right? Your website, on the other hand, can tell a complete story and really help people move through their buying process and that journey. You can give them a lot more information for consideration without requiring them to 
go to a bunch of different posts and sort of piece all of that stuff together on their own. So using your website is a really great way to, again, control your brand and help move someone through a sales funnel in a more intentional way than you can do on social media. And the last reason you don't want to build on rented land is because social media isn't for selling. Unless you're paying for ads, most people don't want to be sold to on social. They want you to add value with your content. They want to learn to trust you there. They want you to give them tips, advice, entertainment. They don't want you to sell to them all the time. Doesn't mean you can't do it occasionally. But on your website, people expect you to ask them to purchase there. So there is less of a reaction and a pushback when you ask for the sale on your website versus when you ask for it on social media. So if you're using social media as your website or you haven't really taking the time to dig in to your website, you can really DIY this if you want to. And there are things that you can control and slowly work on and update without having to outsource as much of it. You could go through and update your messaging because you control the message on your website versus on social media. You can tell a complete story, think about the buyer's journey, and then create the steps within that. If you recall uh, earlier in the year, my guest Derek Jensen referred to this as reverse engineering the path to yes and being able to move people through that. You can own your own brand and you can have clear and expected calls to action. All right. Those are all things that you can do on your own on your website that you don't need somebody, especially if you're just starting out and take this from someone who has spent way too much money on a website for, in hindsight, no good reason. But you can do all of these things yourself and simply just get started with that. One thing I always tell small businesses and entrepreneurs to invest in is the time or the money into their website. 38% of consumers will stop interacting with your business if your website is poorly designed. So thinking about not just how or why you should have a website, but thinking about how to put it together is also a really critical aspect to having a great website. So think about... If your website feels like it was designed 20 years ago, it feels dated, people are going to be more skeptical of your products or services. If it looks like a five-year-old built it, it doesn't, people can be okay with a you know, a little bit of a DIY feel or feeling like maybe this is something that somebody who is not a website designer has put together, as long as it's pretty polished and professional. And a trick to kind of getting around feeling like your website looks amateurish is to really keep it simple, right? Don't put a bunch of pictures and things on your website that require you to format them, but look for ways where you can simplify it and just keep it really clean. And that will kind of help elevate the look if you're worried about it feeling like it's amateur, right? But 38% of consumers will stop interacting with you if your website is hard to navigate, doesn't have what they need, looks dated, and kind of 
sets their spidey senses off and they say something here isn't right. So focus on simplifying your website, making it just really clean and that will be a really good workaround for that. Then what you want to do is focus on reverse engineering that path to yes, right? What steps do your customers need to take in order to purchase for you? And then create a spot on your website that addresses each of those spots. So if somebody is ready to buy now, you can make the ask, but if they need more information, they can move themselves through that sales funnel. And make sure your website is focused on your customer. What problems do you solve for them? What will they achieve or accomplish by working with or purchasing from you? Don't use your website to simply just talk about yourself. All right. This is a great step to really start bringing your brand to life and really being intentional about your customer experience. So If you have not taken time to look on your website and really review it and see if it is the most frictionless experience possible, if you have all of the information someone needs to make an informed decision in order to purchase from you, now's the time to go through and just create a little plan and a timeline about how you can update that information. This is going to help you create and cement yourself as an authority and as an expert in your particular field. So go ahead, give your website a review and make sure that you are not building on rented land. Until next time, get out there and start marketing.